Parshas Re'eh, I wanted to talk about the concept of Dveikus B'machshava. It's a concept that we're all familiar with, but if we internalize it and view it properly, I think it has the power to be a very transformative concept. So we have in the Parsha, Parsha is talking about the concept of when you have a false Navi as a testas, then the Pasuk tells us in Yud Gimel, hey, Hashem you have to be strong and go after Hashem. The last words of the Pasuk, you should cling to Hashem. So Rashi brings a shot in what this is referring to. What does it mean to cling to Hashem? Rabbeinu Bachaye brings another three. I wanted to focus on the first shot of Rabbeinu Bachaye. Rabbeinu Bachaye says, what is it referring to when the Torah exhorts us over here to cling to Hashem? It's telling us that even when you're involved in something which is a davar meaning something that's it's not a mitzvah, it's not an avera, it's in the things that we do because we're choosing to do them, we should cling to Hashem with our thoughts, not separate from Him, even for one moment. This idea of clinging to Hashem in our machshav is what the Torah is exhorting us here. And the Chai Adam, in the beginning of his Shulchan Aruch, in, right at the beginning in Kal Aleph, talks about this mitzvah asay for a person to cling in his machshav to Hashem. As it says in the Pasuk in last week's parsha, Yod Ches, you should cling to Hashem. What does it mean to cling to Hashem? How could you cling to Hashem? It means to connect to Hashem with your thoughts. Shivisi Hashem the Pasuk tells us. I place Hashem before me always. And this is a cloud godo in Torah and in the Mayas of the Tzadikim. Because a person behaves differently when they're in their home than they do when they're in front of the great king, someone who they feel they have to behave in front of someone who they respect. They speak differently, they act differently. So a person always appreciates he has Hashem before him, he behaves in a different manner, he conducts himself in a different way. A person can develop the mindfulness to have Hashem be a major part of their life at all times. I recently came across a Sefer. It was called Ben Aliyah Ba'oma Parnasa, a person who's a growth-oriented person in the world of making a living. Interesting Sefer. I'm my to-do list to get a copy of it. Is actually given to all the members of the Madison title team by their employer, encourages them to take time during work to learn it. Mind-blowing. And so this Sefer talks about work. how can you be Obed Hashem in the workplace, right? How can it be that I'm not just, you know, I'm an Obed Hashem when I sit in front of the Gemara or when I go to shul, and the rest of the day I'm just a regular Joe and I'm not being an Obed Hashem. How can we combat that? How can we have growth in Ruchnius, spiritual development in our workplace? And one of the ideas that he brings is something that the Chai Adam here brings. It's really Urbana Yonah on a Mishnah in Perkei Avos. The Mishnah tells us in Bez Yud Bez, All your actions should be for the sake of heaven. What does that mean? Even things that are Dovarishos, eating, drinking, going for a walk, sleeping, schmoozing, all of them can be catalysts for Avodah Sashem, or things that can hurt an Avodah. What does it mean? It means that eating can be a form of avodas Hashem. A person has in mind, says Rabbi Yona, that when he's eating, I'm eating in order to be stronger to serve Hashem. I'm taking and I'm going to sleep in order that I should have the strength to be able to serve Hashem. I think that it's something that some people think is beyond us. I'm not convinced. I think it's something that uh, you know, if a person starts fooling himself and saying. 
when he's sitting at the all-you-can-eat buffet, oh, I'm doing this L'Shem Shemayim, you know. So then uh, that's one thing. And if a person shouldn't do things, that he shouldn't say things he feels is dishonest. But I think if a person's taking a coffee so they can make it to Ma'ariv, if a person's going to bed at a certain time so they can get up for Shachos on time, then they are doing it L'Shem Shemayim. And I view these things, I've said over once before, I remember when I was in Eretz Yisrael, and some guys told me, they had a Chassidish guy came to repair the fridge, and he was having some trouble with it. He stopped. He said a capital to him. Guy's like, ah, oh, only in Israel. I thought, why not you? Why can't you be that guy who's stuck in traffic and says, there's a capital to him. And you make it you. It's not, uh, that's, that's the only difference is he decided to start doing that and he made that him. And we can also make it us. And the Chayodim is really exhorting us that we can cling to Hashem in our machshavas. We can go to sleep thinking about Hashem. We can go to eat, thinking about Hashem, we can really turn every form of our life into Avodas Hashem. When a person sits down to work, you know, why, why are they going to work? Why do they work in the environment that they choose to work in with the lifestyle that they choose to live? Why are they going and working in an, hopefully an ethical way? Why are they doing that? They're doing it because they think that's what God wants them to do, and they're doing that kind of job because they're making the kind of money to live a from lifestyle. So they should have, they can have in mind that they're doing it to improve their Vodas Hashem, and thereby that also adds an element of spirituality and ruchnius to their life and to their day, even in those parts of their day. And truth is, it's really mind-blowing. It was one of the things that most amazes me about Rav Hominer's works, I'm sure you've heard me quote them, is just the amount of mindfulness he talks about. I'll just give you an example from his Sefer Olas Tamid about davening. He says, a person gets, comes out to go for shul, puts his hand on the mezuzah, he says, may Hashem guard my coming and my going. I'm being mekabel, the old malchus, Hashem's kingship, by uh, focusing on this mezuzah for a minute. He goes outside. A person could lift his hands up to the heaven. He could say, Look to the heaven. See, you created this. This is a Pesach. I believe it's in, te- it's in the Tehillim or Yeshaya. And he say, Some people actually, they do this for shtick when they post, maybe not for shtick, when they post uh, pictures of their vacations on WhatsApp. It's an idea of a person goes outside and instead of just going outside, appreciating. Look at the beautiful world Hashem created. Maybe I could take some inspiration from it. Maybe I can acknowledge it came from Hashem and thereby transform it into a mitzvah experience. And Rav Hominer goes on to just list the amount of mitzvahs we can accomplish. I said over once before, there's an inspiring story from a Shomazam and Orbach. A Bachar once complained to him, it's too many mitzvahs, it's too complicated, it's too hard. He said to him, do you know anybody that puts on both shoes at the same time? He says, I've been trained myself to put on my right shoe first, take off my left shoe first, and I get a mitzvah every time I do what I would otherwise be doing. And you can expand it. A person showers, he puts, washes his hands, he does the right side first. That's the halacha. Puts on his clothing, he puts on the right side first, and he gets a mitzvah. Takes off, takes off the left side first, and he gets a mitzvah. And he's doing something, and he's just having some mindfulness to it. When he clips his fingernails, if he does it in the right order, he can be getting mitzvahs. And sort of hominer, just some other examples he talks about. When you wish somebody a good Shabbos, mitzvah to remember Shabbos. When a person, when he has this idea of avarcham evarchecha, that it's a mitzvah to bless a fellow Jew. Somebody told me about Lu Ben Sebisnet. You see, if you have in mind, when you wish somebody a good Shabbos, I'm giving him a blessing. that mitzvah. Rav Hamaner says a mind-blowing thing about a person's testing out a pen to see if it works or not. He says, man, you could write the word Amalek and then cross it out and be Mekai in the midst of Mechias Amalek. He's quoting an earlier Sefer. Who thinks of such things? Who, come up, who comes up with such chaps 
to catch mitzvahs, to, to, to devote his, to think of avodah Hashem in every situation. And it's really this idea that a person could be ubosudbakun, a person can cling to Akadosh Baruch Hu, a person can have this God, try to create this God mindset throughout his day, you know, obviously in a non-intense way, in a way that a person will be able to do it. And, you know, we take one small step, maybe once a day, just, you know, think about Hashem before you, uh, Victor Miller joke, think about Hashem before you uh, make a bracha. Think or thank Him for the food after you finish benching. You know, just the idea of putting Hashem into our lives, it's something that that the Torah is telling us, we can cling to Hashem and make Hashem a part of our lives, give so much meaning and depth and fulfillment in our lives with it. There are people who do this, and we be to be one of them. Wishing you a wonderful Shabbos.